on this edition of the Iowa Business Report. Sometimes you don't know what you don't know. You don't understand the steps that you need to take. Had you known about those steps, probably more than likely very happy to do those so you get closer to success. But when you don't know you should take those steps, it can be an issue. Working with businesses to improve cash flow and enhance expansion. Some news to take us into the new year. And in our business profile, we'll reintroduce you to a family-owned business that made news with an ownership change this past week. This is the Iowa Business Report for the first weekend of November 2022. The Iowa Business Report is a copyrighted production of Totally Iowa Media, which is solely responsible for its content. For more, click on the radio programs button at totallyiowa.com. Here is Jeff Stein. Advance Iowa, based in Cedar Falls on the University of Northern Iowa campus, offers a variety of services in four basic tracks. Business growth and innovation, business ownership transition and continuity planning services, seminars, training and workshops, and network connecting through events and activities. Advance Iowa presents this program to you each week. Stacy Mullinex is a program manager with Advance Iowa who works with businesses to increase their financial success and value at all stages of the life of the business. Myself, as well as most of the members here on staff, came from the small business world. So I had those businesses, I've sweated the payroll, and I've wondered about making the loan payments, and I know what it is to be in the trenches, if you will. Along with that are the highs. You know, that's the good stuff. That's the stuff we celebrate and have fun with, but I also realize there's the struggles too. And that's what we like to balance. I understand when my clients come in and we talk to them, I understand where they're coming from because I've been there before, and I understand what questions that they might have. Of course, they're going to have their own questions and they have their own unique situations, but uh, I can apply what I've been through myself in the past to kind of put myself in their shoes and understand where they're coming from. That's got to be very helpful because whenever you want to give someone some assistance, it's much more credible if the person who needs the assistance believes the person who's sharing information has literally walked a mile in their shoes. Absolutely. Yep. There's a bit of a trust, if you will. You understand. You understand where they're coming from. And that's very helpful because, again, it's not easy for people to ask for help because they don't want to be thought of as not able to do it on their own. That's one of the things about being an entrepreneur, isn't it? That you have this sense of being able to strike out on your own. And that individual streak can be wonderful, but yet it also can get in the way, can't it? Because sometimes people don't recognize in themselves when they need to just raise their hand and say, I I have a question, I need some assistance. Absolutely. And the thing is, sometimes you don't know what you don't know. You don't understand the steps that you need to take. Had you known about those steps, probably more than likely very happy to do those so you get closer to success. But when you don't know you should take those steps, it can be an issue. So some of the programs we have here, for example, is business financial analysis and management. So this program is something that it's been around for a while, but uh, we're launching it in a way to uh, hopefully encompass all the needs of the businesses when it comes to the financial management sort. So 
back in the day, one of the things I did was I would go into businesses and I would help them out. I would get a call saying, hey, this company is struggling. Can you go out and help them? So sure. Yeah, absolutely. So I would go in and I'd help them. I have accounting in my background, so I would help them build their books back and, you know, help them understand a little bit about the income statement and the balance sheet and, you know, how to properly categorize things and the importance of it, you know, and how to look at the different ratios and, and get them going in. And I'm sitting there beside them and, you know, we're strong, things are looking good, and you think you got it. They get going, and sometimes it would stick, and it would work. But sometimes, six months later, I'd get another call and said, yeah, I didn't quite get that. You know what? And that's okay, because they're really good at what they do. I mean, they're experts in their trade, and they're expert in their craft, but maybe on the finance side, maybe not so much, and that's okay. You don't need to be perfect at everything. So that's what we like to do. That's one of my jobs here at Advanced Iowa is to step in and help them in the areas that maybe they just need a little support in. And we have the programs that can go in and give them that and not just for that one moment in time, but to keep on going. So maybe we can help them in their finances here to begin with to help them give them a good foundation. But then maybe every quarter we can meet with them and help them and make sure that they're on the right track and to look at their data and get them going on that track. And then the next step, maybe it's not uh, the finances, that's looking good, but it's maybe we can look at some of their other uh, uh, their policies, their procedures. Maybe it's something with you know accounts receivable. Maybe they're too far out. And what kind of management strategies can we put in place for you to help you bring those in and, and bring those uh, accounts receivables back in so you have more cash into your business and uh, things work a little bit better and flow a little bit better for you. You have a number of events and seminars over the course of a year, and I've noticed that there appears to be more of a focus on the financial aspect. And yeah. I wonder if that is a response to some of the things that you've heard from some of the folks you've worked with that they need some, I don't want to say lessons in handling money, but it's very different when you're running a business as opposed to running a household. And so that now is a, a real emphasis at this point. Yes, absolutely. A lot of times the business owners, like I said previously, they're really good at their craft and their trade, but you know what? Finances can be overwhelming. It can be intimidating. So what we like to do is give it to them on a level that they can understand in terms that they can take in and resonate with and would make sense to them. They might not care about a high-term love vocabulary. They don't care about that. What do they care about? How can I take cash not necessarily out of the business, but extract it in a way that's a positive cash flow. And that's important. And we show them different ways, different pain points that they can look at that would be successful for them to find more cash in their business. So that when it comes Thursday night, they're not sweating that payrolls tomorrow morning. They know that the cash is already in the account because they made maybe they've made different terms with their suppliers for accounts payable. Maybe they've uh, lowered their inventory. That could be a possibility. But free dust and cash flow. Maybe they turned some short-term loans into long-term loans. There's just numerous things that we can look at to help them just realize how they can free up cash for them. That's fascinating to me because I imagine most people, I'm guessing I would be the same way. If I'm running my business, I'm looking at how do I bring more money in? If it appears that I'm not operating as flush as I would like to, I'd be thinking, how do I bring more in? And what you're saying is, okay, that's a conversation, but here's a different conversation. How about you structure so that you don't have the highs and the lows of both income and expenses? It's just proper budgeting and it requires communication with vendors and actually thinking that that's a way to if you will, literally generate more cash when you need it. 
Absolutely, man. You just hit that right on the nail right there. So clients will come in and say, yeah, I just need to increase my sales. Therefore, I'll make more money. And that's not necessarily true. It depends where your capacity is at. You know, sometimes it's more about being more efficient with what you have. If you get to a point of capacity, you can bring in more sales. But then let's say it's a, a you know tire repair business. You might have to buy a, another truck to go out to do service calls. You might have to hire another employee. And all those costs add up. Well, how much more sales do you need to cover those costs you've had to expand? So there's all things to look at and just to make sure that it's there. The other thing to remember is just because you're profitable doesn't mean that you have cash. I've seen that so many times. We got to make sure not only we look at the profits, but also at the cash flow. That just all comes together. And sometimes that's a hard concept to understand, but the way we lay it out in our programs, and if, even if we're talking to a client uh, one-on-one, once you see it and understand it, it makes things a lot easier. Because again, there are so many things, and especially when you first start a business, you see money coming in and that looks great, but then there are taxes to be paid and quarterly taxes and paying your suppliers. And pretty soon you say, I thought I was doing pretty well. I don't see much left in the account. So the financial application of a balance sheet is very different than a bank account. And uh, people uh, don't accept payment by balance sheet these days. They need bank account, right? <laughs> yeah, great point. And that's another thing that we try to focus on is how can they lay out their information and present it to a lender in a way that the lender will find it favorable? What does the lender need to see? How do your accounts need to look? And I don't mean to make them fictitious, not at all by any means, but how do we make them solid and to make sure that the lender is confident in your balance sheet and in your income statement to want to lend you more money. Stacy Mullinex, a program manager at Advance Iowa. For more information on their ownership transition and continuity planning services, go to AdvanceIowa.com. We connected via Zoom on Tuesday, May 3rd. Still to come, more stories to be told and we'll tell them to you. And one family-owned company becomes part of another. You're listening to the Iowa Business Report. The Iowa Secretary of State wants to remind you that Tuesday, November 8th is Election Day. Polls will be open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Be sure to bring your ID. Saturday, November 5th, county auditor offices are open for absentee voting. Monday, November 7th is the deadline for absentee in-person voting. Remember, you can find your polling place online at voterready.iowa.gov. Tuesday, November 8th is Election Day. Polls will be open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Don't forget your ID. For more info, go to voterready.iowa.gov. Support for the Iowa Business Report comes from the Iowa Business Council, a nonpartisan, nonprofit organization working to elevate Iowa's economy through leadership, research, and advocacy. Learn more and review the latest quarterly member survey by going to iowabusinesscouncil.org. This is the third year of the Iowa Business Report weekly program. Next week, in fact, marks our 150th program in this series. And I'm pleased to tell you that it was announced this week that the Iowa Business Report will continue throughout the year 2023, both this weekly edition and our weekday edition. The program started in the year 2020, before the pandemic, presented by the Iowa Association of Business and Industry. 
Last year, Advance Iowa became the program's presenting sponsor, and we expanded to include the weekday report. This year, Advance Iowa continued as IBR's presenting sponsor, and the Iowa Business Council provided important additional support. For next year, 2023, once again, Advance Iowa will serve as IBR's presenting sponsor, and once again, the Iowa Business Council will provide additional support. I thank them for the partnership, because without them, there is no program. But I also want to recognize the two dozen radio stations across the state which air the Iowa Business Report in one way or another, because without stations, the show does not reach listeners. And of course, without listeners, no one hears the message. So I thank each of you for being part of this journey, whether on the radio or via podcast. So let the planning for 2023 begin. Coming up, the story behind a family business that underwent a big change this past week. You're listening to the Iowa Business Report. Saddle up for Iowa History Journal's November-December cover story about former Iowans at the OK Corral, including Wyatt Earp and cowboys like the McClowry brothers. Dive into the story of Olympian Zoe Olson and read about Iowa State University's iconic fountains, the Sullivan brothers, and the fight for DMACC's urban campus. Get your copy of Iowa History Journal at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, and iowahistoryjournal.com. The Iowa Business Report is presented by Advance Iowa, educating, guiding, advising, and coaching Iowa businesses. Search for Advance Iowa on LinkedIn and Facebook and get more at AdvanceIowa.com. In this week's business profile, we'll revisit a conversation with Jenny Steffensmeyer, owner of Steffensmeyer Welding and Manufacturing a privately held, woman-owned small business in Pilot Grove. We were reminded of this conversation from early September of 2020 when news came midweek that another family-owned Iowa company, Wheaton Companies, had acquired a strategic interest in Steffensmeyer Welding and Manufacturing. Wheaton is a diversified Iowa manufacturer operating through a number of independent manufacturing brands. In 2020, Jenny Steffensmeyer told us how SWM came to be. Steffensmeyer Welding and Manufacturing Incorporated. We're located in Pilot Grove, Iowa. We're um, down here in the southeast corner of the state. We're in our 38th year of business, and it was actually founded by my late husband in 1982. He was an individual who knew he was not going to go to college, and so he started working on the farm and then landed in a fabrication job shop. They needed more space, so they moved to the location that we are currently at. The story he told me, he was working for this guy, and one day he said, well, then it's all yours. (laughs) So, and, And actually, it's been maybe a year ago that I ran into, I think it was three of his boys, Butch is uh, deceased, and I ran into them, and they confirmed that story. But that's kind of essentially how it went. Ben hired a couple brothers, some buddies, um, initially started out small like that, and then kept buying equipment so he could do more with metal, I guess. And the business has really transitioned and evolved 
from those early, a lot of farm repair to business to business and expanding um, really outside of Lee County, Iowa. We shipped an order to Florida last week. So things have changed quite a bit around here. How involved were you in the business over the course of time? We have five children, so those little people kept me quite busy for for a long time. Ben would ask me over the years, would you want to come in and help Carla, our loan secretary? Carla was a staple of the business. She was here for almost 20 years. And I would say yes, and then I would turn up pregnant again. But that last time, after number five, we decided that was it. And so there was no more Jenny going away. And they built me a desk, literally. Carla taught me the ropes. And thank goodness, because, you know, unfortunately, Ben fell ill to a rare brain dementia. It's called frontal temporal dementia. And it was quite a lengthy illness, probably, you know, looking back in hindsight, seven, eight years of insidious decline for Ben. And he was... um, he was everything here at this business, in, in my humble opinion. He was sales. He was operations. He was, <laughs> I remember one time, and we lived above the business. There's an apartment above. It's now all um, our conference room and offices. But my office was one of the kids' bedrooms, actually. But I remember somebody introducing Ben to, I believe it was a salesman, another employee, and Ben was racing through the office and they they stopped him and said well this is ben he's the owner and the look on that guy's face because ben was hands just black and clothes and face i mean ben was in the thick of what he did here he absolutely loved it and that is not exactly what that other person pictured the owner of the business doing but that was obviously a great way to stay involved and that was how the whole thing started was him working in that field obviously it was devastating for the business and for the family for him to fall ill in this way it would have been very easy to say we'll take care of ben and his health we'll sell the business to someone else But yet through it all, you kept the business running and now have taken it in different directions that weren't even conceivable back then. As I look around at the equipment that's here, I inherited this. Ben was looking beyond ag repair. He he had to be. The investments that he made in the equipment were done. And so I feel like I started to make investments in people. And we've had so much change over these past few years. And then, of course, everybody is dealing with the, the changes that we've had so far in 2020. Ben always said, it's the people. And he's, he's absolutely right. It's been pretty tough. The two brothers that were here for many, many years are no longer here. And I've lost some other employees for various reasons. But at the end of the day, it truly is the employees that that make any company what it is. I, I just firmly believe that. You were involved with the business, but he was working, as you earlier described, getting his hands quite dirty because that's what he loved to do and kept a good hand on the business that way. 
So here you are with a different, I presume, management style. We all have different styles. You have a different orientation. That takes a while to get the people that work for you on board with a new person in charge, and that would be the case regardless of who the new person is. What were some of the challenges that you had to overcome in order to keep the business not only stable, but then growing and thriving beyond that? Moving beyond all of those those tough years and doing life without Ben, kids without Ben, and a business that I knew a little bit about, but I'm I am not an entrepreneur. I did not start this thing intentionally. I inherited it. Come to find out, I actually thoroughly enjoy it after getting through a few tough years. I really am quite passionate about and actually feel some responsibility, not to carry on Ben's legacy, but I enjoy the fact that we mentioned Ben's hands and his enthusiasm and love for the trade. He loved people. He loved his employees. He loved his customers and his vendors, as I do too. I don't have the trade skill that he had, but in this role, I have the opportunity to provide a pretty wonderful place to work for those who want to pursue the trades that are housed here. It's kind of exciting. I I enjoy um, economic development. I love our community. Ben and I both grew up here in Southeast Iowa. There's lots of work to be done, and I'm, I'm just happy to be a part of it. Jenny Steffensmeyer of Steffensmeyer Welding and Manufacturing, which became part of the Wheaton Companies this past week. That conversation took place via Zoom in early September of 2020. And that brings us to the close of this week's program. We're back again next week at this same time. In the meantime, you can listen to all or part of today's program by going to totallyiowa.com and clicking on the radio programs link. We're also found on all the major podcast distributors, 19 now in all. The Iowa Business Report is presented by Advance Iowa, providing business solutions and support to small and medium-sized businesses. Let's work together. More at AdvanceIowa.com and search for Advance Iowa on LinkedIn and Facebook. We welcome your comments. Send them by email to radio at totallyiowa.com. I'm Jeff Stein. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you have a prosperous week. The Iowa Business Report is a copyrighted production of Totally Iowa Media which is solely responsible for its content. For more, click on the radio programs button at totallyiowa.com.